This is what? Hard to swallow. Gross. She should have put him back on the rack. You cannot talk to me. Hi, Swallowers. Welcome back to Hard to Swallow Podcast. I'm your host, Emery Lavelle J. On Instagram and Twitter as Ain't I Emery. And I am here with some Negroes I know. Hmm. Joining me today is Lyrical Mar on Instagram and Twitter as Lyrical Mar. <laughs> yes, they call me Megatron. <laughs> hey, hey, Swallowers. The enemy of all Transformers and dragons. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Megatron. Or Sun Lee. Also joining me today is my girl, my girl, my girl, my lady, my lady, <laughs> Lindsay Wagner on Instagram and Twitter as Linz Wags. Shot, 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 some. Yes. Shot, 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 some. How are you, Lindsay? I'm doing well. Yes, I am. (laughs) Need a shoulder massage? Are you feeling good? Yeah. Okay, Mm -hmm. that's good. (laughs) And also, the last and only... Oh, wait, she ain't here today. Oh. 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 Wop, wop, wop. Wop, wop, wop. I wonder what that's about. (laughs) She's celebrating pride. Jay Bolin is... Pride representing and holding it down in Chicago. Yeah. Um, it's a major event there. They have hopefully their in some booty shorts. Hopefully and... in some motherfucking in some jeans at that. And okay. you know one of those t-shirts that hang over. So when you shake and your ass, it just make it look like it's rum shaking. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she. I hope she get down and drop bent, bent her knees, get low. Yeah. A bitch, a bitch that's six five getting like... low. Kind of. <laughs> Gonna, you know, mess some shit up. Somewhere backing that ass up or, you know. But thank you for holding it down in Chicago for us. Up. This yes. is World Pride Weekend. And as some of you may not know, New York and Chicago Pride is the same time every year. Yes. Mm-hmm. Two of United States' most major cities. So anyway, I have a few announcements for you guys. I want to say thank you for coming out to my underwear party that was on the 21st. Oh, I man. was out there in my little come get me's. In a panty? Ooh, in a panty. It was a, um, a so I had on, so at first it was underwear with like, like a sheer out of my ass. Ooh, a back out? Yeah, a but out? no, 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 no. Ooh. It was like, it was like a net, fishnet oh. back. Okay. But then I was like, there was a hole in the front. So I'm like, let me not embarrass myself. So Ooh. then I changed to this jock strap. Oop. And bitch, I had oh. a whole jock strap at this party. But I made a whole bunch of tips. Yeah. I was shaking my ass on top of my hosting feet. So I want to give a shout out to um, um, Mr. Hamilton. <laughs> Interesting. Devon Hamilton. Thank you Thank for you. having me. And hopefully we can work together in the future soon. Uh, I want to also like give a shout out to the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, thank you for featuring me on your website. They had a capture of me and a team of three other gentlemen as we were on set for Pose. So thank you. I'll post it Tuesday when before the episode comes out of Pose. Episode what? Four? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. And I can't wait. I want to give a shout out to 10th Magazine. Thank you for having me. You did 
they had a pop-up shop coming up and they were like, I have to have you. So they did a, we did a photo shoot with like rainbow colors on my face. It's on my page at Ain't on Emery on Instagram. Um, it was lovely. It was a lovely experience. And they asked me about what it means to be, uh, what is black pride to me and what is black beauty? So I will wait for them to post my answers. It was a lot for me to think about. Mm. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace to our host here's Lyrical Mars, great-grandfather, Robert Friend, one of the last Tuskegee Airmen. Do you have any words for the great-grandfather, the Tuskegee, legendary Tuskegee Airman? I do have some words. Um, first of all, rest in peace, Daddy Friend. And I know that he is with my great-grandmother, um, Grandmommy. Finally, again, I want to repeat something that my uncle said, um, Kent. He said, if you want to make the Lord laugh, make plans. Mm. He was saying that because he was going to be 100 soon. And he died, you know, at 99, but has lived such a long, full life. Almost a century. Yeah. Yes. And I don't think he's the last Tuskegee Airman. He's not the last, but he's one of the last. Maybe there's one more or something like that. I think it's only maybe one more. He was just... If not two. The last time I was with him, he was talking about how he made it through so many times because he was mistaken for white. Yes. And had he not, he'd probably be dead much sooner. Um. Had he not, he had said a, he had said a lot during my last visit with him, but that was one of the main. Um, you said that like he played along with his white privilege. You're saying <laughs> he passed, like his he passing. passed as white. So sometimes he didn't he, correct people when no, especially the enemy, right? Which makes sense. So at that time, yeah, I don't know though, but those words were just so profound. Um, mm-hmm. He was in some in some pretty crazy situations. If you if there's like. Um, Time, you know, Time, uh, the website and the magazine Time did an article on him, and it pretty much summarizes his life. It's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, rest in peace. I won't be able to go to the service. It's in L.A. Oh, wow, because they have to do a special service, right? I think it's going to be pretty special, yeah. Yeah, my grandfather served war in, um, I believe, Vietnam, and so um, they had like a... They had a regular funeral and they had a special funeral for him yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, Grand. Rest in peace. Oh. Um, and you know, a man that's ninety nine, literally born what nineteen twenty. My great grandmother, she was about ninety five when she passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, she was born in um nineteen thirteen or twelve, one of them. Um, uh, and oh my gosh, she just had stories out the ass, and she was yeah. a poet. So, um, we really have to. Respect and give the roses to our ancestors and our elders while they're here. Yeah. And appreciate their, their time. Um, and listen to them. Talk to them. You know? Ask them questions. Ask them questions. Thank, yeah. you, for, thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. No, of course, of course. Um, um, one last shout out. Um, I have an announcement about the red carpet premiere of El DeBarge that we went to. So the <laughs> Bobby movie, DeBarge. Uh, the ball. <laughs> El the ball. Not El Bobby. Another one, um, another one's coming. I'm sorry, the, the the it was the Bobby DeBarge. I'm kidding, God. It's the Bobby DeBarge. The Bobby movie. DeBarge story. <laughs> yes. Um that 
is going to or aired on TV One. It aired on TV One on the 29th. Um, we all had already seen it, me and Lil Kumar, um, a week prior. Lindsay, did you get a chance to see it? No, I'm going to check it out sometime this week or next weekend when I'm off. For those who did you, see it... <laughs> Emery, sorry. you could have walked into the movie. I keyed down <laughs> at this movie. He looked like one of the brothers. <laughs> well, Naturally. Well, okay, so we, so we met um, Ro- Roshan, the main character in the yes. movie. He played um, Bobby. Um, really? I think he actually kind of captured the essence of Bobby. I could be wrong. What mm-hmm. do you think? I think that as the main character, he carried the movie. He did carry Which the is movie. important. Which is very important, which I was surprised by because he has a Disney background and we had never seen him in more of a drug-using, serious type of role. Um, it was interesting to see him that way. Um, so... When I first saw him, no shade. When I saw Rashawn, I'm like, oh, baby, I want him. <laughs> uh, he's like a cute five, eight, uh, five, seven, five, eight, light skinned, clean. We sh- were born the same year. His birthday is literally four days after mine. Oh. I also met Lloyd, the singer there as well, who I took a picture with and posted. Very nice guy. He was like, I said, can I take a picture with you? Um, Very nice. And he was like, "Oh yeah, I don't care. Um, I, I, I'm like this with everybody. I don't anybody." He, he said, "I gotta look this good for something too." Yeah, and then he, I was like, "I think he kind of basically clocked that I was a homo, oh, and he gosh. didn't mind taking a picture with me." <laughs> no shade, that's it again. Like I take pictures with anybody. I don't care. Did he made an yeah. announcement like that. Yeah. Oh God, I didn't even think about it like that. Um, but can I also say that most people in Hollywood are short as fuck? Because Louis oh, yeah. and Roshan <laughs> were at least five seven by eight. Yeah. Really? Yes. They're short. Yeah. Wow. But I do encourage people to see the movie. Um, it was pretty good. It was, okay, for me, for me, to be honest, out of a ten, I'm gonna give it a a six or a seven. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Uh, I'm six. I'm be I'm being okay. nice at the seven. Well, Six. Let me say six. That's um, fair. Because a lot of the serious parts of the movie, I laughed at because I couldn't get past the low quality, even though it's a TV movie, and also the wigs were distracting. The um, sometimes the the enunciation, the the way the things were worded, was funny to me. Um, but I guess that's how Bobby was. So maybe. <laughs> What wow. I liked, what I liked about it, the parts that were supposed to be serious were kind of funny because they were kind of overacting. But it felt it like over, yeah. it felt like it was part of the film's magic, though. Like it made you laugh in uncomfortable moments. Yeah, um, and that was unexpected but different. Unexpected, well, different. Um, to me, the most low budget part was when they were performing and they had that fake ass stage. Fake ass. That's what I was gagging at. I was like, "Y'all hate it with the wigs, with the wig." I was like, "Combined." But can we also talk about Janet Jackson and motherfucking Latoya Jackson? (laughs) Latoya Jackson voice had me screaming because she really tried to. She was she was trying to talk so tiny. Girl, it was the way you are not doing it. She was trying to have the smallest, cuntiest voice. (laughs) She was trying, girl. Bobby. <laughs> I was oh over that. God. I was over that Janet. But Janet, I was like, I don't know who the fuck that was. That wasn't Janet she Jackson. She tried it. 
Oh, maybe I'm being so hard. So let <laughs> us know what y'all think about the Bobby. I will yeah. say that the ending had me kind of sad. No, the the whole thing had me sad. Just watching his life deteriorate like that. I I liked it better than I thought I would. I'll put it mm-hmm. like that. I'll, I'll I'll grant that. I did as well because yeah. honestly, I thought I was going to walk in into it giving it like a one or two. Yeah. Well, but, I'm I'm actually curious to see because um you know I remember hearing that you know Switch um as a young girl um they were very popular. And I'm curious to see why they chose Bobby in particular um, to do a story about because the whole family as a whole is so interesting on so many other levels. You know what I mean? I think it was because of the way he died. Molestation, the drug abuse, all kinds of things. Their talent, um, you know, the successful, um, you know, family band that they had. I'm mm-hmm. just curious to see why they singled out Bobby. Right. You know, I think it was because of the way he died. One. Because, well, he was the eldest and also the and way he that he died. Yeah. And the first one to break into the music, I'm, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually okay with it being about Bobby, I, but I did wonder why they, they didn't choose L. But whatever. Um, go, if you haven't seen it, please see it. Tell us what you think and we can talk about it. All right, let's move on to our hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> Nicki Minaj had a lot to say about Purdue uh, Chicken. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bye. She had a lot to... Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say Purdue Chicken? I mean Miley Cyrus. Oh, yes, Miley. Bitch, <laughs> uh, she had read her down now on that show. Come on, she was giving head and stuff. On Queen Radio. She had everybody... But... Outside of her being mad at Molly Cyrus and stuff, can we talk about her comments about BET? Okay. Let's she talk basically about it. said that, so as you know, she canceled her appearance um, and actual possible performance at BET because they had attacked her, saying they were celebrating Cardi and while, and said, tweeted something like, Meanwhile, Nicki Minaj is being dragged by her lace front. <laughs> Mm-mm. And so she canceled, um, and so that that's been going on for several months. And then recently, the ratings for the BET Awards was pretty low. It was hosted by Regina Hall, right? Yes. Um, they only got like two point nine, I want to say, million views. Yeah, Come- but across the spectrum, it was one of the highest rated shows of the night. Interestingly enough. Interesting enough, right? Highest rated shows of the night, but two point nine. To me, it spoke more so about how um, people don't watch TV anymore. I guess on Sunday. (laughs) I mean, it's it's an it's an award show. It should always an award show. Absolutely, but the previous award shows were in the seven millions or more. Yeah, Yeah. so that Mm -hmm. is a big drop. It is a big drop. Well, look, you know, um, when you. (laughs) <laughs> when you uh, put I mean did you see the people who were performing it was they, a lot of younger folks though yeah and but current. I think I like the performances I was really like, I like three of them yeah really I like her Lizzo and well Lizzo first her performance was amazing to me then second I would say her and then third I would oh, say Little Nas X and what's his name Billy Ray Cyrus they were good yeah those are the three performances that stood out to me well, I like, um, I wasn't mad at Cardi's opening. I liked her 
I like the, you know, the, um, what are they called? The Nissan, whatever the artist showcase, because they had my man, Lucky Day. I was so excited to see. I was so happy that Rafael Sadiq introduced him and um, Kiana Lede at the end. Like there was some, there was some points of it that I really, really, really enjoyed. And who else? Mary J. Blige's performance, I enjoyed, but for different reasons. <laughs> for different I reasons. <laughs> okay, I enjoyed it because the, of the catalog. Mm-hmm. But this is about Nikki, though. Oh, yeah, this is about Nikki. <laughs> Let's go back to me. Okay, so anyway, the, the be- this is about Nikki. Um, Nikki had basically said, when you go out of your way to be spiteful and hurt artists who have always supported your show, when you fire great people who have put their hearts and soul into the show, when you... Rather be a re- messy reality TV show than a prestigious award show dragged by your lace. Right. <laughs> I mean... Baby. <laughs> she had hit every now, point. Now, let's be very clear. Nicki Minaj has every right to be angry. Every right. Every yeah, right every to right be angry, to be BT. Angry, but that was trying it a bit to me. Um, I think they really dropped the ball shot. saying that shit to, about Nicki. Nicki Minaj has been at every award, BET award show for every award the past at least, I want to say, eight years. Mm-hmm. It's sad. Disrespect. They did disrespect her. That was disrespectful. Did disrespect to her. Once again, pitting women against one another. Absolutely. He knew damn well that they already had an issue and that was just exacerbating it. You know, like that was not called for and oh, and Nikki deserved more respect mm-hmm. than that. Um, on top of that, I don't know. I, I, how do I feel about BT trying to get into this whole thing of talking about uh, um, pop culture and siding with artists and stuff? I don't know. I feel like they have to do that to get with the times, but they chose the wrong artist to do it with. Like, bitch, well, Nicki yeah. Minaj is not the one. Someone that has supported you for the last eight years, who has probably catered to a lot of your viewership in the reason that was high as it was for the longest. Oh, absolutely. No, they never should have let some rogue person see. But this is not the first time this has happened. It's their not. writers over there, like, put too much of their personal bullshit in there. Like, you know, that's what happened with Karuchi and the comment about Blue Ivy's hair, mm-hmm. you know? The same shit is the same kind of thing. Somebody, you, some rogue person making some off-color comments that's not necessary. And then relationships have been severed because of that, you know? Right. They have to decide where, what type of programming show they want to be and who they want to be. Well, let me Absolutely. choose my words carefully because I just was on a BET um, digital web series that they have <laughs> called... Yes, okay, uh, tread lightly. It's called Too Grown. Um, I was Check on episode seven. Um, but they have to be careful about what they want to do. I know they have to thrive and like make it in today's industry. But girl, be, be, let's be smart. That's all I'm going to say. And, you know, and it's terrible because now, you know, it, these severed relationships have sort of delegitimized the award show. I you agree. You need black celebrities to come to lend credence to its legitimacy. You heard to that, make Beyonce? It a high pro- 
high-profile <laughs> award show. Beyonce, you know, that's exactly what happened. And now to get, you know, for Nicki not to attend, especially on, she hasn't been out for a while, that would have been great to see her on stage. But let me not just put, her new single. pin this all on Beyonce. It's about A-lister, A-list black celebrities as a whole. Stop uh-huh. downplaying the motherfucking BT Awards and NAACP Awards because well, they did they showed up for the NAACP Awards for that one out. in particular. But I'm like, why not mm-hmm. BT? This is a whole black entertainment. Who network. Beyonce? Well, in this particular time, well, my my debate against that is that B, um, Beyonce didn't have anything to promote at the time. These girls don't got nothing out. But they don't have nothing out, so why show up? But BET does give out um, political awards, um, and so I think that's why a lot of them don't show up. So this is why I think. That... No, it's still seen as a hood show. Because oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Intermingling with rappers, it's not so much of that at the NAACP awards. It's the urban element that is, you know, giving. I mean, is the reason why people discredit it. But I think we should, you know, let go of that part, too, and just show up. The BET Awards picked up in 2009 and 2010 when Nicki Minaj came out. That's the irony of this whole situation. Um, I'm not going to say it's because of her. Hell no. There were a whole hell out of people on on the BET Awards over the years. But what I will say is people want to see certain things when they watch an award show. And this well, year and this year and this year was this year was weak. It was weak. Yeah, um well, know, I don't know if it's her however you feel about her. I'm not gonna she say is. it's because of her not showing up, but I will say it's one because today's artists are definitely slacking in the performance department. One. Yeah. I'm sorry, you young girls need to step it the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to step it up. And also y'all might get mad at me for saying this, but Regina Hall Step your pussy up because oh, that hosting. If you wasn't Some ready, people loved it. I, I, I enjoyed it. it. I didn't enjoy it. I mean, to me, I it was dry. It was tolerable. It was kind of nonchalant. Um, it was kind of nonchalant. It, it wasn't terrible. It was giving you dry humor from a black woman, which yeah, you don't really get. Terrible. You don't really yeah, get that often. But um, she was giving no? you dry humor. I know what you're. I know what y'all are talking about, though. But I'm just saying it was. It was dry. It was. It was more. It was unexpected. I expected her to. It act wasn't like, done baking in the oven. Oh, <laughs> there's that. Need a little. It needed a, you know more. Twenty more minutes on thirty three hundred and seventy five degrees. You know what? That's all. Anyway, mm-hmm. let's move along. All right. All right. Do better, BET. Do better. And Nick Minaj, you have every right to be mad. And congratulations, Lizzo, for turning it. Lizzo turned yes. it out. And her. And her. Mm. Giving you spoken, <laughs> giving you spoken word. Comes oh. out as bisexual. Who? Willow Smith. Oh. She comes out as bisexual in a mm-hmm. bigamous? Mm. So she believes in um, polyamory. Okay. She's bisexual, one. She came out during Pride Month. And she says she loves men and women equally. And she revealed this on a recent episode of Red Table Talk with her mom there. And it was kind of sort of seemed like that she had never said these actual words to her mom because she said that her stomach dropped on the episode. Oh, really? Oh. But she says, like, you know, you know me, I support you no matter what. 
or something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was her little trick. It's giving. Let me tell this bitch on TV. Yeah, right. So she can. But um, I don't. I know she would. Wouldn't have. I knew she was about. I, I know she wouldn't have thought that Jada would care. Child, she was probably you know. Well, Jaden is. He plays on the gender queer. No, Jada. Spectrum. Her mother. Oh, Jada. What about? I don't her? know why she. You know, she she should have known the mother wouldn't have cared. You know, as free as she is, as free as the wind on this beach, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, interesting enough. Interestingly enough, she admitted on the show that. They had this um, interesting, um, what did they say, thruple or truple type of relationship, mm-hmm. type of relationship with Will Smith's ex-wife. Oh, okay, yeah, and so, but it's non-sexual. Please, I don't believe it either. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, not with Jada's horny ass. Yeah, oh, I, d- I doubt that it's non-sexual. But she said that it's non-sexual. <laughs> and they have like this yeah. kind of interesting three-way relationship. Mind you, I didn't need her to say this. Because I've always seen the ex-wife present. And I'm like, what is that about? <laughs> well, maybe it works, you know, works for them. Uh, yeah, I don't, listen, for those who don't know me, I have been a very um, loud and proud advocate of polyamory and open relationships. So I'm really... Glad that people are challenging monogamy in the way that they are doing it now. Mm-hmm. But anyway, congratulations to Willow Smith on coming out. Yes. Yeah. And, um, and I hope you get the um, three-ray relationship that you deserve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can imagine her in one. Me too. Are you going to say the other one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's talking about Lil Nas. Oh, I'm sorry. Somebody else came out. Guess who came out, y'all? Queen Latifah. Just kidding. Oh. Not this time. <laughs> not this time. Not yet. Not this time. Um, <laughs> y'all, y'all keep trying to pull her into this pool. Listen. Listen. <laughs> not, not if she don't get her big titty stud ass oh, out of this closet, <laughs> she better roll in them titties out that closet. Y'all been accusing her of bulldagging for years, and I'm oh, sick God. of it. Most people are saying, well, she already been out and kissing her. Let's talk about her. We're talking about Little Nas. We're talking about Little Nas X. Yes, yeah. So he made a tweet recently, basically. Chocolate drop. It was it was cryptic, but really not so cryptic. He says, some of y'all already know. Some of y'all don't care. Some of y'all not going to fuck with me no more. But before this month ends, I, wanna, I want y'all to listen closely to Closure, a song he has uh, called Closure. The yeah. L was replaced with his, the number seven. And yes. he also puts a rainbow... In the tweet. Yeah. He says it's doing Pride Month. Welcome home. The lyric says, ain't no more acting. Man, that forecast say I should let me grow. No more red light for me. Baby, only green. I gotta go. Pack my past up in the back. Oh, let my future take a hold. This is what I gotta do. Can't be regretting when I'm old. Ooh. Bitch, a lot of people, that's hard to swallow. That's hard to swallow, especially for sure especially for DL motherfuckers. Can I say this? I hope he's hard to swallow. <laughs> he is. I believe it too. Oh. I'll I'll send you the proof. Like, let me rub my oh. throat. Oh, yeah, he's hard to swallow. Uh, he's oh wait, eight point five maybe not. Okay, my throat is saying eight point five nine. Oh. <laughs> black, dark pink head, maybe brown. No, it's more than that. You think it's more than? Yeah, his dick pics were on Twitter. 
<gasps> Where? You didn't know because you're not a Twitter person. I'm not a Twitter person, but send me I'll that I'll get, get them to you. I'll put that on your desk. Well, let me be very clear. When he was talking about how he was a Nicki Minaj diehard fan, and when he performed <laughs> at the BET Awards, oh god, no shade. When he made that tweet and said, "Some of y'all already know, bitch," he was talking about me. Eeps, bitch, I knew. Eeps. So wait a minute. Uh, so why do you, why you keep mentioning that BET performance? What did he do? It was something about the... He had a whole motherfucking... Was it leather or latex? A leather yellow... <laughs> leather or latex no cowboy shirt. outfit? Yeah, it was black and yellow. Black and yellow, black and yellow, bitch. But it was about the material and the choice. I was like, oh, you... First of all, he dressed like Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I was You're like... Right. I was like, that is my sister, I think. But I ain't say nothing. I ain't say nothing. Mm-hmm. But I'm happy that he's coming out. Me too. I'm so happy. I'm going to ride that what D till I can no more. I'm going to ride that Can nobody tell me nothing. Y'all can't tell me nothing. I'm going to ride this dick to a bus. Going- oh. Oh. See, <laughs> y'all always do this. <laughs> Listen, he has a number one hit early in his career. Congratulations yes. on your success and coming out. Willow Smith and Little Nas X, we see you. Yes. Oh, and Little Uzi, if you want to come out too, that's we're, cool with me. We're waiting. We're waiting. You and these motherfucking bubble baths on Instagram, let's talk about it. Anyway. Okay. Yep. Oh. Rapper <laughs> Megan the Stallion under mm. heat for tweeting faggot. Oh God. Again. Again. Oh. Well, she said this very much in the past. This was oh this is eight years ago when yeah. she said this. Yes, it was. She said this in 2011. And she was 15. Yes. She was 15, right? Yes. She is now 23 in college. Gagging she was on Twitter at 15, but that's another subject. Go ahead. Bitch, I keep trying to tell y'all this social media shit really started at 09 officially. I mean, it was before, it was more private then, but mainstream social media started in like 09. But anyway, um, so she tweeted, oh, hell no, this little faggot just pissed me off. Mm. That was the exact tweet in July of 2011. Damn. Well, let's be clear. Maybe he was a little funny. Megan Thee Stallion apologized <laughs> for using homophobic language in August of 2018 before this tweet even resurfaced. Um, along with other female, black female rappers, City Girls, Young Miami, um, JT, Asian Doll, Mm-hmm. Um, Doja Cat they had apologized because Doja Cat was on the um, the docket for saying some homophobic shit saying mm. faggot so this and is according to Fader that in her fake apology so she already kind of apologized before this even resurfaced and then somebody dug up these tweets wanna know who I think dug up this tweet <laughs> a barb yeah, oh well, yeah, probably. A Barb dug up this tweet. A Barb, a Nicki Minaj fan dug up this tweet because she didn't mention Nicki Minaj as one of her top five um, favorite female rappers of all times. Right. Yes. If y'all don't fucking move, exactly. If you don't get the fuck, 
all the way the fuck. <laughs> Calm it's, your ass down. That's so ridiculous. That is so It's so ridiculous. ridiculous. How do I feel about this? Let's talk about it, right? This is why I'm on Megan Thee Stallion's diet. For me personally, it was something important that she said. She said that I do not still feel the way I did back then. Yes. That's a very important factor and for me Mm -hmm. forgiving you. She also apologized more than once. Yes. That matters. But then you got bitches like no shade, let's call her out. Doja Cat. <laughs> Who? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bitch, I'm a cow. Doja Cat. <laughs> oh, that was a serious thing? Yeah, mm-hmm. she, she, the, I don't think she it was had 15 to be, seconds of fame. It, it caught on. She's actually a talented girl. <laughs> she is talented. But this whole, the her whole. This whole F word thing, you know, that cost her. But child, when Doja Cat apologized, she was like, "Um, have I said, basically, I'm like, bitch, how are you apologizing while using the same word that you just said? Exactly. I've been saying it for years. She said, I've probably said faggot 15,000 times. Do I hate gays? No. Um... (laughs) Bitch, that's not an apology. That's not an apology. If you don't get the fuck out of here. Oh, my God. Girl, but Megan Thee Stallion, I'm going to say that I'm with you. And cancel culture, I think we have to... Well, to be clear, black gays, if they decide to cancel her for saying it once, that is their choice. Exactly. It's an individual choice. But my choice, because I believe in growth and forgiveness, and because of her statements, I'm on her side. What about y'all? Yeah. Yeah, I'm on her side. I mean, she didn't spend time going, arguing with the internet or going back and forth with, you know, an audience about... I already apologized. I'm not saying it again. Right. apologizing and not apologizing. She took accountability and, you know, it's just... Th- that's what needs to be done. And that's, that's what it. needs to be done. And that's now, what's up. if you don't want to fuck with her, that is your choice. That is your every right. And plus, I don't get the homophobic vibe from her. When I see her talking, when mm-hmm. I see her... Um, I do from other hoes, but... Do I, I think that she's a blatant homophobe? No. But I do think, let's be very clear, I think all cisgender, straight folks, they're all homophobic by default. Um, and yeah. they, they have to make it a mission to unlearn that behavior that they learn. Yeah. If they don't, they will stay in that space. Yeah, and, and they will stay in that space. But, but there are ones that give me that vibe more. Absolutely. And that's the point. There are mm-hmm. people who have no point of changing and don't really fuck with you. Yeah. And we'll talk more about that later. <laughs> yes, we are. Hold on. Oh, boy. Oh, girl. Did you go into your slave tone? Yes, a massa, I did a. Oh boy, girl, what are you giving? Oh my god! (laughs) Bye. All right. Anyway, um, Megan Thee Stallion, we got your back, and this shit was be swept under a rug, and he's very soon. You don't got nothing to worry about. Lizzo, what's the part of Ursula and the Little Mermaid? But apparently, (laughs) Melissa McCart. Well, not Melissa. I'm sorry. 
Is it Melissa? Melissa. Melissa. Did she get the role or is she? She got it, sweetie. Melissa McCarthy's Uh, playing Ursula Boo. I thought they said that she was the number one in mine. No, she got the part. She got the part. She got it. I don't see it. It's hers. Oh, wow. I don't see it for Melissa. I don't see it either. And I love Melissa McCarthy. I I like Lizzo and Melissa. Yeah. Mm. But. Well, oop. Well, issue. I, I think okay. I think Melissa is funny. I saw a movie with her. I was like, okay, she carried this movie. Um, she's funny. Boo. I think it was the movie Ted. Was she in that movie? I think she was with the bear. Yeah, she was in some stuff. I've stuff never movie. seen Ted, so I wouldn't know. She was in some movie where she was like robbing people and shit. And I was oh, like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That um, shit was so funny. <laughs> but um, but um, Lindsay. I hear you um, puffing and puffing. What is your take on Lizzo wanting to part? Well, no, (laughs) ma'am. Did y'all see her singing singing, um, Ursula's song? She was in full Ursula drag and and, in the makeup and started singing. And I knew from the first two notes, absolutely not. The power is gone. And when you think about Ursula, this is is a, a big brawling bitch that's trying to steal this bitch's voice. Mm-hmm. And the power was missing. and the sinister um, air that I needed from Lizzo was, was missing. It was a very soft and sweet porn fortunate. Song. I agree. And Lyrical Mar, what do you say? I say Lizzo over Melissa McCarthy any day. Well, yes, like, like I, I said, her over Melissa. She was singing mm-hmm. in front of a white wall. Okay, I think if they would have given her music and the props, she would have done better. It felt rushed when I looked at it, and I will always take up for this girl because to me, I'm looking at this girl as a version folk, and I know that she's the next one in line. <laughs> Others can't see it. I understand, but this is a triple threat actress it's not about singer. It. It's not about that. No, I this see it. No, I'm just saying under uh, other under circumstances, I think she would have did better. Her okay. Now, well, it's something else she, that you said. I needed her to see. I needed her. I'm a very busy woman, and I haven't got. Oh, girl, no, listen! Don't be I trying to do it, girl. Because you could do it. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, I agree, girl. No, little Kamar, you, you said something very specifically. <laughs> you said that you think that Jill Scott might have done it better. I think Jill Scott can yeah. play Ursula oh, yeah. fast. I and actually, I had some older. time to reflect on that, yeah. and I think I see it. Yeah. I think I see it for mm-hmm. Jill Scott, but I also see it for Titus on uh, Andromeda. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he included that in his act, and he was excellent. He oh, or also um, the big, the big girl, the big well, he's a guy. Um, he's from Glee. I can't think of his from um, Once on This Island. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see it for him too. So either of those options would have been good for me. Um, I don't think y'all should settle on Melissa just yet. And Disney, please, please, just do this movie right. It's a classic. I don't, well, well, Rue said he um, auditioned for the part of Sebastian, and thank God he didn't get it. Who? RuPaul. RuPaul. Yeah. Bitch, that is not Sebastian. No. No. Thank God they said no. Bitch, you are out of your motherfucking mind. Rule <laughs> <laughs> will go out for a coin, honey. No, the way I would have been like, bitch, I would have started a petition. 
They're like, no. Mm-mm. Y'all trying to. So, yeah. Well. We'll see. Hopefully y'all get it right, Disney. Um, the Little Mermaid is a classic. Don't fuck it up. Um, Aladdin was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I need to see it immediately. So hopefully they get this right. I think they got it right. Oh, okay. Emmy, I hate to burst your bubble. I heard some some interesting things about Mulan, the live action one. It's a live it's action of Mulan coming up? Yes, but don't get excited because it's bit. I mean, I don't even see how they can call it Mulan. There's going to be so many changes, and they will not be singing. They will not the be music singing. Will be you, right? They will not. Be I don't want to see it. Um, it it go. The story goes that when Mulan first came out, the Chinese American community was very upset. Oh. They didn't like it at all. At what point? So this. So this Mulan is going to be very Chinese, like culture centered, like two of the main characters, I forgot who, but I think there's no Chang, like mm-hmm. it's going to be replaced, like Mulan is going to have a sister, like it's, uh, yeah, mm. I don't even I'm know if okay. they can call it Mulan. I'm okay with it being um, Chinese culture centered. That's how it, will it should not be. not be a remake, let's put it like that. It'll be called Mulan, but it will not be a Live action, but I'm mad like that I won't be able to hear Make a Man Out of You. No, but oh well, that's fine. Child, let me go get some head because <laughs> I'm depressed now. <laughs> I'm depressed now, mm. all right. Getting some head, <clears throat> you know. I just chowed down on some motherfucking um hot wings. <laughs> and so no, that has my mouth even more ready for some motherfucking flesh. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, you know what? I hope her shit spicy. <laughs> if it Maybe. is, that's a problem. That might be a problem. But bitch, I'm part Puerto Rican, so bitch, put some pepper juice on that motherfucker. <laughs> Some I motherfucking can't. jerk jerk sauce, baby. Uh-uh. She's a presidential candidate, and I want to be her Monica Lewinsky. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Harris, I hope she not hairy. Uh, no, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> she put blacks behind bars, and I want to give her some prison head. <laughs> 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 the person deserving of hit this week is none other than Kamala Harris. Who? Yeah. I think he said her name wrong. Isn't it Kamala? Oh, it's, it's not Kamala. It's Kamala, Kamala sounds like koala. Okay, Kamala. We gonna say we gonna go with Kamala. Yes, Camel. Kamala Harris. Miss Kamala Harris needs some motherfucking head, and here's why. <laughs> um, the way that she took Joe Biden to task at this presidential debate, the second one, um, the Democratic presidential debate, should I say, um, the second one with her Biden, um, what's that old man name? The other one, Biden Bernie, and Bernie, Bernie Sanders, yes. and uh, some other. Girls, there. I, I definitely think that Kamala was the star of that debate. Um, she um 
she pressed him about um, some racist law that he did back in the day. It was about segregation. It's about segregation. Yeah. And a a law that affected her while she was growing up. And in school, right? Yeah. And so... Yeah. Before Lindsay takes over, because, you know, we had a great conversation about the other day. I just want to say, that moment was very invigorating. Yes. It was on the edge of my seat. Yes. Good. Yes. And I was trembling while she was talking because she was breaking the fuck down. And at that point, she didn't even have no, well, maybe she had a time that she was supposed to keep, mm-hmm. but they paid it and let her because she was she asking the right say. question. To me, oh, yeah. she did, she, it was extremely smart, impactful, and strategic for her to go after Biden the way that she did in the very first debate that they had together. Gagging. Because gawking. To me, there were some people still kind of um, like Biden has the he has the strong card, like he is a front runner in this, right? Right. And so entering that debate, she said, "No, bitch, I'm going to go directly after motherfucking Biden." Mm-hmm. Um, and it was smart to do to watch a black woman really take charge in a room filled with men, and that's also a black woman with white women just sitting there being really not that impactful. Right. I was like, it was amazing to me. Yeah, it was. Lindsay, do you have anything to add? Well, you know, it was, it was <laughs> everything to me because um, Joe Biden had a chance to really um, come face to face with uh, one of the constituents that his, you know, policies or a policy he supported mm-hmm. um, really affected. And that threw him for a loop. Yes. You know? It's very he, rare that one of the candidates that you're debating with is a person directly affected by a policy you made. Absolutely. This is, the, think, this is the change in times that we've come to. Powerful. This is the change in times we've come to. She sent him to bed with no supper on that. And I think he's still reeling from that. I think he is reeling from that because he was opposed to busing. And she is one of those people that, you know, he said he wasn't um, supporting senators, his fellow senators who were, you know, opposed to, they were upholding segregation at the time. But that's untrue. His history shows that he opposed busing. He was, you know, um, a part of the um, machine mm-hmm. that was opposing segregation, and she was directly um, affected by it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it doesn't get any better than that, especially when you're running against the guy. <laughs> She came. She came to Vogue. She night. came to she play. Did. She came to Vogue. Um, <laughs> Biden came to play Open motherfucking checkers, and she came to play chess. He did come back with receipts. He came back, with but receipts. she gets the head because she won. Yes. Um, first of all, it was a curveball for me. I don't think any of us could have seen that coming. Like, oh shit! Oh, oh my god! Um, and she just stood her ground, and she was she was not scared. 
No. That's what we need in a presidential candidate. Absolutely. She she's is. What's her nationality? She's you know? she's like uh, I want to say Native American and black. Correct no, me. She, her mother is Indian and her dad is. When you say Jewish, Indian, you mean Native American or Indian? Know. Indian. I don't know. They just keep saying Indian. So right. That's why I was like Indian unclear. Or this is a you know Mumbai Indian. I I'm not really sure. I wasn't sure either. That's why I said Native American. Um, it's kind of unclear. But speaking of which, she has been questioned about her race. Motherfucking... Oh, my God. I can't believe we Another have... Another reason why she needs some head. Yes. Freaking I can't believe we have any type of questions. Handling people. Constantly. Yeah. I can't. I bet, I bet it's really pretty and unused. Chris do. Matthews asked her... This is really important <laughs> to people of all backgrounds and ethnicities. I don't really use... I don't like the word race, but how did you come out that and not have hate towards white people generally? This is the type of things that you asked black people in 2019. I mean, bitch, can... Do I need to run you down a list, bitch? Well, look, now that you read the question in full, I don't feel the way I felt about it when I... First heard the last part of the question. Mm-hmm. Why don't you hate white people? Okay, let's but, be very clear. The question in <clears throat> itself is not offensive, right? Right. No. It's, but it speaks to me about how how racism is a choice. Um, yeah. Racism is a choice because you feel that someone has to hate another race as a result of said actions, Right. Yes. Or there is a reason and rational explanation to why someone must hate another race. Exactly. Like, I'm not trying to explain why your fucked up actions, why your ancestors fucked up actions are, you know, on, on, on. Doesn't cause um, me to fucking hate you, bitch. Exactly. I'm not going to explain to why it doesn't make me hate you. you. You can read, bitch. I think that question needed to be asked for white people, though. Well, you know why it needs to be asked for white people? Let me tell you what. The white people that need to hear the answer to that were white people that are scared and constantly fear for a black person to be in charge, for a black person to um, take over, you know, this upcoming or rising right. of black folk. It didn't matter to you if your president hated black people before, like, but okay, it matters. So if, if we if we be nice in, in my slave voice, if we be nice enough to make you president, <laughs> are you going to um, are you going to attack us? That's, they need this to make massage their motherfucking <clears throat> back and ankles Absolutely. to make this them feel all, good. It was all to bait her. You know that that was a it was a bit it was a race baiting question. And like, you know, motherfucker, it, are you dumb? And the most important <laughs> part, I think that these white are. folks leave out. The most important part these white folks leave out in all of this is we're not you. Yes. We can have power and not treat you like shit. Oh my god, I can't believe that's possible. We don't have raping, pillaging, and savagery. You know, who would have thought it was possible (laughs) to be in charge and not treat people that are other than yourself like shit? Sorry, that that's not narcissistic. Get the fuck out of here, bitch! I'm so Um, I was so angry with that question. Yeah, because yeah, it's baiting. 
They're baiting her. Like it's dated, but know. it also speaks to how white people need to hear this passive type of language towards them, so, so they know that they can give black folks uh, a position of power. Absolutely, it's all about their comfortability. Whether they feel comfortable enough, right? To have they constantly feel like they're going to be power. washed away. <sighs> oh my god! But you know what? It backfired, though. Her answer. It did, but bitch, I'm still sick of the bullshit. But yeah. Kamala, <laughs> Kamala, Kamala, yes, Koala, Wakanda uh, forever, Wakanda forever. <laughs> um, you handled it well and very presidential in a way that Trump could never. And I applaud you for that. You definitely need some very wet licking, 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 finger licking Ooh. head. Yeah. Um, yeah. And while this is very inappropriate, it, and for those questioning very, your blackness, it's necessary. I will eat your pussy with barbecue sauce. How about that? Oh, whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> she wouldn't Wait, mind. You from, from Chicago. Wouldn't it be mild sauce? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I might use mild sauce, but that might give her a little sting. Ooh. I don't want to fuck up her um, pH levels. Work, Lindsay. You <laughs> know what about mild sauce, honey? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck you know about mild sauce? Y'all need y'all to try it if y'all never have. Lot. I want it. You I can make mild sauce at home, by, by the way. Chicken. No, I don't want to do that. We need to go to No, I can make you some good eat. mild sauce. It's just like, but it's the right um, percentage of like a few things like mustard, barbecue sauce, hot sauce, ketchup. <gasps> Um, but I have to get to like the form uh, barbecue sauce. I'm sorry, down to a key, um, you know, a tea. Anyway, need it. Thank you, thank you, Kamala, Kamala. Yes, Kamala. I think so far she might have my vote. I need to keep. I need to um, keep getting in. Well, I'm looking at her or in Miss Warren. We'll yeah, Miss Warren, of course. Let's we'll see the legendary. Legendary. All right. Cool. <laughs> I wonder if that pussy's getting eaten right by her husband, though. Probably mm. not. It couldn't have. It couldn't be. She'd probably no. be in her bed thinking about Idris Elba when she's <laughs> receiving that dome, if uh, you can call it that. Oh, are you saying that because her man is white? No! Uh, that he ain't eating it right? <laughs> well, let me just say this. Black people eat food like no other. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch, yes. we lick up the plate. Eat Let me that motherfucker like fuck, bitch. We appreciate food. It's giving, bitch. And pussy is not an exception. It's giving fisting. Fisting that fork. The okay. food in your mouth. <laughs> exactly. Fisting that fork. Bitch, this may be my last meal for the last couple days. Ever. So, bitch, he can never eat it like I eat it. <laughs> Have a good day. Okay, her black eyed peas. Okay, mm-hmm. bitch, eat that shit like some ham hocks. <laughs> anyway, I'm here for that. all right, let's stop. Let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. And hot sauce. <laughs> Enjoy it, Miss Harris. Is the T O D the topic of the day? All right. Yeah. Oh, child, something has been on my motherfucking breasts all month of June. <laughs> <laughs> June is Pride Month, y'all. Right. Yes. Sure is. But I feel that people have not been appreciating this month or giving it the love and appreciation that it deserves. No. So I come to the conclusion no. that y'all got Pride Month fucked up. Y'all really <laughs> do. Yeah. 
So, there's been some things that came across my desk, and let me start with this one. <laughs> Straight pride. <laughs> there have been folks talking about, well, if y'all got a motherfucking gay pride and a trans pride, why don't y'all have a straight pride? If we you don't get the day. fuck out my face, if you don't go on somewhere, we have it every minute. <laughs> you have it every day. Every right. minute. When have you ever been or felt ashamed about being straight? Right. Never. When have you walked these streets and been attacked for being straight? It's so absurd. Maybe when? <laughs> when have you been declined a job for being straight? When have you been on the train and been attacked for being straight? When have you been put out of house for being straight? I can't. Get the fuck out of my face. Everything is targeted to being heterosexual. Images media, everything. Your whole, our whole existence. It's the norm. It's the norm. Why do you need a straight pride? What the fuck are you really straight and celebrating? Um, Straight pride in itself is anti-gay. Literally. Literally. And also, what they did not say, they want a straight pride, but they also basically... As a byproduct of straight pride, y'all want <laughs> an a, eradication of gay. Y'all, yes, y'all want. Um, it's out of spite. It's out of spite. A, a gent- gentrification of gay people, um, but also <coughs> not that, but also a a celebration of sh- cisgender folks, yeah, people but, that were born was born and the assigned sex master gender identity. I don't know if they mm-hmm. want that as much as they want this out of spite because that's what they do. Like, do they really care about the pride of being cisgender or straight? They No, they don't care about that. They just want... No, they do. Because when they say they want a straight pride, they're not including trans folks in being straight. They're not. <laughs> I promise you they're not. Well, you know. Mm-hmm. This is why I say that. It's by default. It sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a dark... Well, I, I feel like it's a darker implication, like uh, leaning toward the eradic- eradication of, of, you know, gay people. It's really when, like, when people were screaming black power, and, uh, white people were mad, like, well, why can't I say white power? Bitch, right. get the fuck. <laughs> if you don't get the fuck. <laughs> 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 the fuck out of here you don't need a motherfucking pride to celebrate that straight, that straight pride was ri- ridiculous. ridiculous ridiculous I mean go jump off a bridge All what right. y'all gonna okay. celebrate girl what y'all gonna be dressed like cause when we have our gay pride we be you know wearing rainbows and super right. super super thin shit as gay or the studs we wearing they motherfucking um, fishnet gloves they ain't gonna do shit the yeah. gonna be in tennis skirts. They gonna kids. be looking. What y'all like gonna wear? Straight pride. That they are. Y'all gonna kick, cook some motherfucking um some hot dogs and put it inside of a um what <laughs> a peach. <laughs> <laughs> y'all gonna put it inside of a peach hot dogs yeah. and peaches. No, they ain't that creative. Y'all gonna have the um what did you call it? The birds and the bees all over mm-hmm. the motherfucking straight yeah. pride. I only saw white people involved in this straight pride thing. I didn't see black people in it. Am I? Mm-hmm. Am I? Is my Perception skewed. 
that no, there no, were black folks talking about straight pride. Oh, okay, because I promise you there was. Oh, well. they don't black most black. They don't want to be associated with anything that says pride. <laughs> you know, whole tubs are unmatched. <laughs> oh God, I yes they it, are. But the, the word pride. And that kind of thing. It really goes, boils sense. down to they don't even understand why we deserve to have Mm-mm. pride because no. our existence is a, a revolution, a rebellion in itself. Absolutely. That being gay is a sin that is unmatched or doesn't stand up to any other sin. Y'all can't take it. <laughs> okay. Y'all Literally. can't take it. Literally. Can't take. So to answer y'all question, there will never be a straight pride. And right. if there is, bitch, I'm gonna drop a nuclear bomb on that motherfucker. <laughs> and I say that for <laughs> my yes. undercarriage. Yeah. <clears throat> undercarriage. Come on, straight pride. <sighs> Fuck out of here. Exhausting. But even beyond that, let's talk about straight folks that attend pride. <laughs> There's an etiquette. So some of y'all folks call yourself allies, and y'all really not. Girl, bye. Because you enjoy a gay time. That doesn't make you an ally, bitch. doesn't make you... Just because you go to a drag show and watch some drag queens and trans women perform, you think right. you an ally? It doesn't make you an ally, bitch. So let's be very clear. It's not the cisgendered and... Cisgender and straight folks can't attend Pride. For example, there are cisgender and straight folks that date bisexual people. There are cisgender straight folks that date trans folks. There are cisgender straight folks that have gay or trans children. And they may want to go to just support, right? Yes. And friends and family. Yeah. It's not about your attendance. But it's really about if you don't really fuck with us. For example, don't be going to Pride if you fuck with gay people, but you see transgender folks as also men or women. That the, or if you see trans women as men and right. trans men as women, don't go to Pride. This ain't for <laughs> you. This is a safe space for us. Right. Don't go to Pride if you are a straight man, cisgender man, that like lesbian porn, but you don't like gay men. Oh, Lord. Don't Do not go attend. to fucking Pride if you just watching them perform for you. It ain't right. about you. Right. If you want to center yourself in your motherfucking presence over those and their safe space. And let me bring up an experience real quick because oh. I was at Pride and there was a drug dealer there, minds of business, minds of business. Right, right. I wasn't buying drugs. Right. But I was there with my friend Ashley and there was a straight cisgender man that was there and somehow someone had irritated him. He was like, see... That's why I don't fucking fuck with um gay folks and trans uh, these motherfucking trannies. You at a per- he was literally on the um Boys Town Strip in Chicago. <laughs> that is gay and trans motherland. Right. Doing pride, so times ten. Right. You in our motherfucking space talking about how you don't really fuck with us. Right. Make that make sense. He probably He's just coming got, to get y'all coin, though. He probably just got fucked by a transsexual. And he... How about is that? Ex- he, <laughs> bitch, he wanted some dick. He needs to stop playing. Right, how about that? But okay. even if he wasn't, he was trying to make a dime off gay and trans folk when he don't really fuck with us. Right. Mm-hmm. He's not the only one. 
Let's talk about how a lot of these companies have been having these rainbow flags trying to benefit off of us. Right. And make money off us doing pride at their clubs and shit, but they don't really fuck with us. No. Do you have special provisions in your company language um, set aside for LGBT folk? Like, that is the, the, the you know, the, um, the proof in the pudding. One of those credit card companies is now um, allowing trans folk to use their chosen name. I think yeah. it's MasterCard. Yeah. yeah. They're allowing people to use their chosen name. You know, you don't have to, you know, change your birth certificate and all that. Whatever your chosen name is for LGBT people, there. you know, that is when you put your money where your mouth is. Put your money where your mouth is. You know, in terms of uh, companies and sort of, you know, corporate sponsorship and mm-hmm. things like that. I don't think people understand the importance of not centering yourself in the space of others. Like, for example, I am, though I am gay, I'm still a cisgender man. And so Mm -hmm. if I go to a woman's international event or, um, you know, a a ladies' night, it's not for me to center Mm -hmm. myself. It's not. Right. It's not about me. I think that other groups should understand this message very clearly. Other people, first of all, other folks are not your entertainment. Right. I know some people go to uh, the um, gay pride events and trans pride events. Like, can you let me take a picture with you real quick? And then they post a picture and let their friends read us. Right. Yeah. Um. Or they want us to vote for them real quick. Smack our booties. And be like, oh, yeah, child, I saw this motherfucking faggot. And I saw this queen. I saw this motherfucking tranny. Fuck you. First of all, I shouldn't think you'd be using the word tranny because I am not of trans experience. So let me make that very clear. But trans folks, period. Stop it. Stop your shit. There's a better way to attend these events and say... Okay, I'm going clear as a learning experience and to support. Just to enjoy myself. Because this is how I... um, This is what I I truly believe that there's nothing wrong with supporting another human being. Don't say lifestyle. Lifestyle is not the word. Right. (laughs) They give you lifestyle. Right. I mean, there is a way to navigate these spaces, period. Not just during Pride... There is a way to, you know, I mean, I don't typically like to call myself an ally. I don't know. I don't know why, but it's about something deeper for me. It's um, it's about the people in this community that I love. It, it's, it's just deeper for me. I always want to make sure that Number one, that they can be themselves. Like, there's no performing for me. There's no, it's no yes. It's no, it's none of that. And I know some of the girls, like, especially some of the black girls, think that, think that that is their way of, you know, letting people know that you're down with the community and, um, you know, 
you want them to feel comfortable around you and stuff. I get that. Yeah, but I don't necessarily like that. This is about for me. This is about oh my god, and I feel like I'm getting emotional. This is about not just the people that I love, but the people that I love having a sense of normalcy because people treat gay people as if they're abnormal, as if they don't, um, you know, have hopes and dreams, or go to school, or go to work, or or just are survive in a- and want relationships. And that sort of thing. Like, they're this alien species that people have to pander to. And I never wanted that for anybody in my life that I, you know, anybody in the community, period. But most most of all, the people in this community that I love to have a safe space with me. So I beg of you, especially cishet Black women. How about being yourself? You know, if you want to show people that you're all about inclusivity, just be friendly. Have a warm energy. I believe when I met Emery, the first thing I said to him was, Hi, I'm Lindsay. I really love you on the show. I mm-hmm. mean, just... Uh, just having a... Oh, you wasn't like, yes, bitch, Emery, yeah. bitch. Yes, I see Emery. you, girl. You I, turned it. I you turned not. it. Yes, your fabulous, I fierce ferocity. Not, <laughs> not, not ferocity. Like Show me her who said that. You bitch, guys, the girl. <laughs> ferocity. Y'all are not exotic pets. I, I think, human beings. I think there's this overwhelming feeling for a lot of people that are other than the group that they're supporting to um, perform to make sure that the other group knows that I'm I'm down. I had an Asian guy walk up to me before and say, what's up, dog? What's up, dog? What's up, dog? How you doing, dog? I'm like, first of all, I don't talk like that. <laughs> You're not going to let that one go. And then another guy was like... You know, it was a room full, and this is, I was a, in an AP chemistry class in high school. I was the only black guy in class, and he, that's how he spoke to me. Mm. And I, my face clearly gave, bitch, don't speak to me like that. It's offensive. It <laughs> I had another offensive. guy ask me about a Jay-Z song. This is around 2009, 2010. <laughs> Asking me about Jay-Z and this rap song because I was black. I had a white teacher ask me, if I was going to join the basketball team because I was black, listen, you don't have to walk up to gay folks as saying, so do you go to balls? Do you know this girl name? Do you know this boy name? We don't all know it's each rude. other. We don't all vote. We don't all get in drag. And they don't owe you shit. They don't know you. You're nothing. They don't owe you a fucking thing. Treat people like people that you're trying to discover them. I mean, Stop making these wrongful assumptions about what they do and how they live. And don't even recognize the privilege they have and it's their privilege that makes them ask these questions yes, it the is. about people's personal business. Because they're other. How y'all fuck. If you want to know how people Assuming fuck, every gay person is a bottom. Google it. 
Google Google is your friend. They assume every gay person is a bottom and every trans person is tricking a straight person. Instead of leading with <laughs> your perversion, try to see human the humanity in people first instead of leading with perversion. Absolutely. Let's try that first. Let's try that. Yeah. Let's try that. Mm. It's hard to swallow. Hard to fucking swallow. <sighs> and stemming from that, we mix, we mention cisgender, heterosexual folks. But let's talk about, in particularly, the black ones. <laughs> because there seems to be this um, assumption or this idea that we care about gay and trans issues more than being black. Let me be the first to say that I am definitely black first. That is the first thing you see when you see me. But it's hard to separate that from being black and gay, black, gay, and queer, because it's all intersectional when you meet me, and I can't divide the issues. I uh, cannot divide the issues. And a lot of times, some of you bitches have it misconstrued. Yes. When I arrive as who I am to black censored, events or black centered topics, it excludes me as a gay person because they always say that's not our problem. So when I see tweets like if only black, gay and trans folks cared about being black as much as they do pride or cared about pride months as much as they did black history month, bitch, I care about all of them. Don't you dare insult me. Don't you dare and insult me. All, a lot of gay people will be on the front lines when some shit pops off Devil in the black, black community and gay folks at the motherfucking so civil rights shut movement. The fuck up. Right. Literally, shut up. You sound dumb. Sounds you dumb. sound crazy. And so concerned. With gay people and what the fuck they're doing. The reason that so you don't know that some of these black important black gay folks with, and trans folks with, at your events is because you want them to hide it. Yeah. Right. To appease you. To be Make more palatable to, for your comfort. People don't exist for, you to, to, for your comfort, bitch. Shut the fuck up. Half you niggas, when y'all get into some shit, they're the ones. They're the ones. And bitch, let's be very clear. In the church too, they're the ones directing your choirs and sometimes on the motherfucking podium preaching to you, bitch. That they hate you. That you're going to hell. That you don't deserve to be in the community. I know gay pastors and ministers. Your existence is a sin. (laughs) Crazy. We are all over. Don't you dare say that we care more about being gay, I mean, than being black. Like, yeah, that's just no. We can't separate it because guess what? Even within our community, in our life, we experience racism from other white gay folks, white trans folks. Bitch, don't do it. Don't ever think that we forget about being black. This is why we actually, if you did your research, we have our own black pride outside of pride. Because white gays don't even consider black black LGBT people, uh, people of color, period. 
you know. Um, so, so we make our own theory. spaces within a microscopic space in a like, bitch, don't do it. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Out of order, as Yala would say. So y'all can do better. <laughs> y'all can do better for pride. I think y'all have the game fucked up. Do your y'all research. Y'all can do better in life. In life. That's not how you treat human beings. Not just for pride. And this, this, stop ostracizing us. Like, we are black at the end of the day. We are human at the end of the day. They are in our community, period. It's like, I always say our community, and I say anybody who's black and brown, and that includes the LGBT community. Like, they are not a separate species. Exactly. Stop that shit. Or even in conversations about being a black woman, stop excluding trans women. It's just ridiculous. Yes. Shout out to Marsha P. Johnson because a black woman is the reason we even have pride events. Mm -hmm. A black woman. Though of trans experience, a black woman. A black woman. Right. It's responsible. Bitch, don't do it. And Sylvia Rivera. Okay. She wasn't black, but uh, actually, she might have been black. I think she's black. She's Puerto Rican. She's Puerto Rican, right? Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Black Latinx. <laughs> Bitch, don't do <laughs> no. it. <Mm-mm. laughs> don't do it. Latinx. Don't do it. Anyway. <laughs> mm. y'all, y'all really I, I'm i sorry I was angry well, I, it needed to be said right, it so needed to be said I think this was a good pride yeah I think we could yeah. all do it. well it can be better it's always it was it was a long draining pride it was um, <laughs> it was we had to acknowledge but it was draining because of what we just talked about it was yeah. draining because first of all let's not act like we didn't have to acknowledge the death at an alarming weight of many trans black women. Yes. Tr- trans women, period. This month. Over the last year, y'all don't think we exist, but yeah, we dying like motherfucking, like nothing. Like nothing. They're dropping like flies. And I'd like to say to people, stop, please. I am begging you. This ideology that trans women are not women is giving people credence to kill us. It is. These ideologies that you have about trans, it is not for you to dictate how another person wants the world to see them. And the main argument used is they can't have children. And you do not know how dangerous that is for women. That's a bunch of bullshit. Having a pussy and have being able to have babies, that is does not encapsulate womanhood. It does There's not. There's different journeys to travel. They have theirs just like I had mine and, and other cishet women have, have had theirs. Theirs is just different. Absolutely. And you don't get to dictate to them um, what their experience is, nor do you get to di- dismiss them, their experience. And what, you you, and what do you say when you say all these things about y'all can't have babies, y'all don't have a uterus, y'all don't have this, y'all don't have that? <laughs> where does that leave divinity. trans men? Mm. Let me tell you Because something. do y'all really include them in your and, womanhood? And even in, right. first of all, nobody has ever really discussed, not even in the gay community, what courage it must take to want 
to become a black man in this country. Now let that settle on your bones for a minute. Let it Someone is electively choosing because the, it, it, not even choosing that it's it's their calling. It's their calling to be a black man mm-hmm. in this country. Mm-hmm. So think about that. Think about that shit. Let it sit. Actually, think about everything in our closing. Yes, yeah. because <laughs> we have. A lot of shit to think about and a lot to learn from. And if you have questions, ask us. I know we all want to be better allies. Um, mm-hmm. So, again, if you want to ask us any questions, have any um, po- burning questions, topics, or if you would like to support us, you can follow us on social media at HTS underscore podcast at, on Twitter and also Instagram. If you would like to sponsor us in any way, write us yeah. on those pages or you can email us at hard to swallow podcast at gmail.com. That is all spelled out. Yes. Shout out to mansion.co. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to Triangle Season 4 on BRTB TV. What's up? Ooh. That was a real bad It's been. A pleasure, my swallowers. And until we suck and lick again, all right? (laughs) (sighs) Oh, my God. What? Little Nas X, you taste so good. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking (laughs) (laughs) I'm done. Oh, and fuck you, little boozy. Yes. For fucking shading, um... Little no Nas. Motherfuck you. We show motherfucking homophobic you. ass. Come on, we know what he was riding. No, we know what you ride. Fuck out of here, bitch. Nigger. Take your ass back to jail. Bye. 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 Bye.